So, so guys that are that are that are choosing to move on, and now we we move on to a story of someone being forced out. Um, uh, this was the hot topic over the last twenty four hours among Milan fans, among uh, fans of Calcio in general. I mean, Juve fans, Inter fans, Napoli fans, <clears throat> all the like. You know, you're seeing them on Twitter chiming in on this. Uh, but uh, Redbird Group. Jerry, Card- Jerry Cardinale decides to move on from Paolo Maldini and Ricky Masada. Uh, apparently, Moncada steps in and, and takes over, um, you know, in terms of the kind of the technical director role. Um, I, I don't know what his specific role is titled, but I, I think that he's going to just be assuming a lot of these duties. We haven't heard a whole lot more left, but... Um, an incredible uproar here, Richard, over the last 24 hours um, among Milan fans, uh, among fans of football in general, among fans of, of Calcio, among fans of, of casual fans of saying, hey, this is quite a statement to come in here in your first year as an owner and just put a legend out on the street. Um, what do you make of it? <laughs> I'm guessing he's thinking ignorance is bliss. Maybe he de- he said himself he only knew about Milan over the last couple of years, only heard about him the last couple of years, which is ludicrous to me. But and then I, I would guess if that's the case, he probably only heard of Maldini when he when he tried to when he tried to buy the club. And so maybe he didn't know how big of a legend he is. The Curva will make him aware very quickly um, of how how big he is, and, and you know the rest of the fan base. I try to put my thoughts together, try to make this sound as coherent as possible, and I know I'm going to fail, and I don't care. Um, and I, you, you know, you and I were talking with our good friend Mo about it, you know, on a, on a chat. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, my anger with this is a twelve out of one out of ten. It's a twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ludicrous what he did to a club legend. Now we'll take what what he's what he's done and all that stuff aside. You come in to a club where already the fan base is maybe maybe fifty percent behind you. I'm talking about Jerry Cardinal. And then you do this shit. You got zero percent of the fan base behind you. Maybe five percent for the the really, really crazy, not thinking clearly, folks. Right, but he's got a whole mountain to climb now, and he has to have. Maldini did some good things. Was he perfect? No, but what he did, the, the players he signed, some of the players he signed are angry now at this. Uh, but what he's done in, the, in his in his short time as a technical director or whatever, whatever position I'd call him. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. Um, can it be improved? Sure. But Cardinal, he's going to have to get a Scudetto and or a Champions League here in short succession, or this is potentially be the whole fan base is going to go against him and want to get him out quickly if they're not going to do it already. Um, but with that, my anger aside, maybe this is the American in me, Frank. <laughs> It's like so weak. <laughs> um, I think I'm not totally surprised by this because I have been following Redbird and what they did at Toulouse was something similar. Now they didn't get rid of club legend, but they got rid of their, their technical director and he brought in his own guy. Uh, and they, they have this mentality at, at, at Redbird. They want to play, uh, they have a certain vision and it's been coming to fruition at Toulouse slowly, but surely um, through smart spending and now Toulouse is now a uh, Europa League team. Um, and so you imagine the same thing's going to be happening. I, I likened it to the Red Bull the Red Bull franchise where you buy excellent young players, do well with them, right? And then sell them for a lot of money and just keep that cycle going. 
Uh, it funds your team and go. So I'm going to be a wait and see on Redbird, but you're starting me at 0%. I'm at the bottom. You had me at 50% because I was like, yeah, let's see what you got. You know, whatever. We got Maldini, Master, we're good. But now that they're out, you got me at zero and you got to earn. And this is not just me. This is the fan base. You got to earn our respect just to get us back there. Uh, and it has to be immediate success because that's what Paulo Maldini was screaming this whole time. Is like, hey, we need some money. He said this on CBS Sports. Maybe it's part of why he got fired. It's like, hey, we need some more money to compete with the big teams of the, of the world. Now, Milan are not set up financially to compete with the Man Cities and the PSGs of the world. But you got to have a vision and you got to spend a little bit more dough. Uh, you can't just have all the youngsters. Uh, so we'll see. I'm going to be waiting to see on Redbird, but I am absolutely furious. It's absolutely not a way to treat a legend. Um, it could have been much better. And then to top it all off, Milan with their shitty swan song to Paolo Maldini on their website. It was what, four sentences or something? Oh, it was, ta- it, it was taste. It was tasteless. It tasteless. Was... And Ma- uh, Matteo Bonetti put it perfectly on his, when the way he summed it up. And you know, it's you're, it's acting like you're, you're treating an intern. It's not how you treat a club legend, one of the greats of the game, not just Calcio, but the entire game. So yeah. it, uh, again, I'm I'm furious, but I'm gonna wait and see with with Jerry Cardinale and Redbird. They're gonna have to come up with something big over the next two years, results wise, to get the fan base back because I think they're on thin ice at the moment and curva I, I will be surprised if they don't protest okay so here's here here is where i'm gonna come in on this and and, and eduardo kind of highlighted it already how can you compare toulouse with milan when they bought toulouse where was toulouse second division yes okay uh when you bought milan where's milan coming off of winning scudetto and qualifying for the Champions League for the second straight year. So they bought Milan in a time that, that that Milan was in the middle of a project that was working. That was in a winning season. Yes. And even I'll even argue that even with this season as bad as, you know, Milan fans will perceive it to be, it was still working. It was still working. This is okay, the the uh the what what Maldini set this club on course for, and what this group set this club on course for, winning the Scudetto and getting a a Champions League semifinal were just ahead of schedule moments toward a bigger picture. And now you're going to put the progress of this project to a screeching halt, backtrack it to a degree in hopes that you can get it to keep going further forward. And hope you don't lose Leal, Magnon, and Teo Hernandez, who have been yeah. the most vocal. That's the optics of this. Okay? That's the optics of this. The problem is, is that Magnon, Teo, and, and Leal are all under contracts that they're not going to be able to get out of. I don't think they're going to be able to walk out. You know, just walk out. It's not going to be that simple. I think even I, I, I think I saw on Twitter that Nima alluded to it a little bit because somebody was asking if, if Leal could challenge his contract in the courts or something like that and said it would be impossible. No. Um, you know, that's be bought. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the thing. And then Maldini said, now we need bigger investments. And he, I think he positioned, he positioned the club to be prepared for this, you know, and this was the, in, in Maldini's words, this bigger investments was the next phase of the project. Correct. And now Cardinali has come in and killed this. Yep. All right. And wants to put in his own plan that's like to lose with a patient with a fan base that is not going to be as patient. No. Okay. 
You just came off of winning a Scudetto. You're going back to the Champions League. There, there's not going to be the patience here that there was at Toulouse. Um, so, but Nemo was replying to a Chelsea fan. He probably was. I, yeah. I don't know exactly who he was talking to. Yeah. I just happened to catch it. Um, <clears throat> so that's the problem that I have. That's the problem that I have with it. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not so much you know, sacking a legend, you know, even though the way that the way that it happened and the way that Milan communicated it was all pretty tasteless. Yes. Um, you know, and was very, you know, was very disappointing. We can all agree to that. You know, we are, you know, we're fans of a club with a large, large history and we revere the players who achieved legendary status to get Milan to where it is. Paolo Maldini, chief among them. When you play, you know, the first n- name that comes to mind when you think of Milan, most people are going to say Maldini. Okay? Uh, you might have some real old school guys say Rivera. Um, you know, you might have some guys say Shevchenko or Kaká or even Ibrahimovic now. Um, but... Maldini is the name that you associate with Milan more than than uh, than anything. Uh, we'll take Maldini if uh, if if, if Juntoli ends up Maldini. There's no way, no way, hundred percent, no way. And the, I don't even know if takes another job. Yeah, he's Honestly. he 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 won't and he shouldn't. I mean, I, he's not spiteful to where he's just going to go to a rival club. Like I don't think Nedved would leave. What if he left Juventus? He would he would go somewhere else. I don't think Zanetti no. would do the same thing. They're just club legends that will stay with their one club. Right. So that aside, and I said this on Twitter, um, and this is where somebody said, well, you know, that's the typical American response, a guy from Sweden. You can't turn, you can't sit here and be dis, you can't be angry at, at Maldini. We're in a spot where we really can't be, you know, we can be angry, we can be angry about Maldini. And what happened to him, but we also have to take a wait and see approach on what yeah. Cardinale is actually going to do. We're actually forced into this. We've got no other choice. Yeah. And we're in a situation where, okay, you sacked you sacked Maldini. I, you sacked a legend of our club. I hope you screw this up. That's like getting on a plane and uh, you know, kicking off the best kicking kicking out the best flight attendant, and then the pilot kicks out the best flight attendant, and then now you're just cheering for the pilot to crash the plane with you. You know that you're that you're riding it. Yeah, it's basically yeah. what it's akin to. Okay, you know, as much as we all hate this, and as much as it sucks, we're gonna we got to get you know we're gonna have to get behind this club, and we're gonna have to give it give it their give them their chance and give it their process. We don't have to like it right now. We don't have to like the decisions and the direction. And Redbird doesn't care. And Redbird but, uh, doesn't care whether we do or don't. Exactly. Yeah. They've obviously made it very, very clear. If they're willing to sack a legend, they're willing to do anything. And look, and I'm not comparing Milan to Toulouse. I'm not. Uh, I'm just saying Redbird is a your cutthroat company that treats all everything the same. So Toulouse and Mil- Milan are the same to him. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and that's the way they, they want to see their vision play out. They don't care who's wherever they are. They're there. This is their team. They're going to run it how they want to run it. And they're going right. to be here for the money, for sure. Will they win? We'll see. Uh, they could surprise us and become a, a threat European-wise. Uh, but it's this Mercato is going to tell you everything this summer. We'll know a 
good deal about Redbird after the summer. Yeah. I, I don't think we can, you know, in, in the ascent, you can be disappointed about the Mel, about the Maldini sacking, but at the same time, take the wait and see approach. All right. Bob, I mean, how many times, how many times have we seen this happen and things end up better than, than what we anticipated? Other than you Young Hong Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Young Hong Lee. I think we just, we, here's the problem with Young. Here's the problem with the whole Young Hong Lee era. We were so desperate for a winner. We were so desperate for a team that can compete at a high level that, you know, oh, great. You got this guy. You got that guy. You got that. And then the whole thing completely capitulated, you know, that, you know, and and that I think that was the time where just Milan fans were just desperate. Do something. Somebody come in and do something, you know, here to my point there. (laughs) What's that? I said, Jerry comes in and does something. Ooh, that's a bingo. Yeah, Jerry comes in and does something. <laughs> but he, he tears apart a project that was still in the ascendancy despite not winning the title this year, despite not getting to the Champions League final this year, okay, um, that was making progress. Uh, Milan's finances, I think, are relatively healthy. Um, and yeah. I think that that was part of it. They so, should have at least 50 million euros to spend, allegedly, 50 to 75 million, allegedly, but we'll see. Allegedly. You know, yeah, we'll it's somewhere laughing because, like, Eduardo are probably saying, like, hey, we have an owner who doesn't pay our players, but at least we're, we still got a good team. Now, Jerry comes in, Uncle Jerry comes in, and just gets for your legend. At least, at least Zhang didn't fire Zanetti, right? <laughs> so, let me spin this a little bit in a different direction. Let me take All this right. in a different direction now. We, 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 we've pretty much made it clear our feelings about this whole situation. But let's try to put on jerry cardinelli's hat okay and he looks at this and said okay great you extended Leao. you brought in mignon you extended teo okay good job keeping the core players extending their contracts keeping uh, tamori we can't forget tamori yeah and the manager um, and the manager okay great job doing that but um for every one of those shout to ketelare yasin adli junior messias uh florenzi Sergio dest Take out the name Maldini and let's just say that the technical director's name of Joe is Joe Public. Would we be as outraged? Joe Publico. That's be Italian, right? Um, yeah. No, we would not. And I say it because he did some excellent work, Joe Publico. Uh, right? But yeah. uh, there was a lot of duds, too. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I guess Piantic was part of it, too. Uh, maybe not. I don't remember if Piantic was his or, or before him. But... Um, there was a lot of, there's been a lot of duds. Uh, now, we thought the same thing about Leao and Tonali and Benacer. So we, it's, the jury's still out. Will Moncada, Moncada and and, and Cardinale have patience with the youngsters? We'll see. Certainly, Serginho Dest needs to go. Uh, but, you know, Adley and CDK, horrible seasons. Divac Origi also. Or Origi too, yeah. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, there was some... There was some gems in there but there's also some duds and i think what redbird and the red bulls of the world they want more gems than not right mm-hmm. they want like red bull excuse me rb leipzig where they got freaking two basically starting 11s of, of talent on that team that's what they want that's what redbird wants um and so if you if you base it on that yeah maybe maybe you know take out the name it, it was maybe the right move maybe maybe but 
You ended up in a bidding war for a young Belgian player with that the only other competition you had for his signature was a team that ended up getting relegated from the Premier League this year. Yeah. Um, and you spent $35 million on him for him to make to have 32 appearances and not score a goal. It's just it's a it's a it's a ridiculous return. Now it's it's another one where we're just going to look at this because we've said this already that we we we're gonna we're gonna give Dick a lot of more rope, but he better come good next year because he better he better yeah. justify this investment or else this turns into one of the biggest flops of all time in terms of in terms of transfers that Milan have done. Yeah. Um, you know, you, I've seen people say thirty five million spent on. Decatelare when that money could have been invested in a contract for Paulo Dybala. Um, yeah. True. There, you, you can't argue that. And look at the season Dybala had for Roma. So, but how much is he making per season? You know, we're also in a, a much more than Decate, much more than Decatelare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Milan were also on a, on a, a tight budget, so there, there was their options were limited. But yes, that's a great point. I think you know, there, there, any any one of the free agents or anybody cheap you could have got with a little bit higher salary, you know. So, right. Right. So, so there is some of this, it's the, you know, that you're, you're, you're sacking a brand name and you're sacking a legend, but then you look at a, a, a performance that where he made, he did some very good, did some very good moves, made some very savvy moves, was able to convince a player like Leao to stay and set up a contract where it would be very difficult for him to leave anytime in the next five years. But then for, for each one of those, you had a decade to or you, you know, for every, Tamori extension, you had an oddly for, you know, that, and I think that's the, that's the thing that you have to, you know, you know, get beneath the, the Maldini name and see what all went on when you look at the entire body of work. That's if I'm putting on the Cardinale hat, I still don't agree. I don't still don't agree with it because I think on the project on the whole was still going in the right direction, despite a lot of the missteps. And the name brought in a lot of big players too. That's the other I thing. I don't think the big three would have been, came here if it wasn't for Maldini. They they all said it. We came because of Maldini and who he is. You know, many people many people said that. I mean, the the the, the lot the dressing room um, believed in him, uh, and I think uh, uh, Christine Cupo said it. I think on the Morning Footy uh, podcast. Uh, I think that's I think that's where I heard it, where she said the the, the intangibles that Maldini brings. Uh, Moncada can't bring that. You know, um, so and I think that that's where the and, and that's where the you know that's where the unrest is going on here. Um, uh, you know, with the fans and with the supporters. Um, so, but again, we're going to just have to wait and see, aren't we? Absolutely. So we'll see. We'll give them the so, summer. End of the summer. Well, yep. Yep, we'll see how it goes. I would say let's give this the first ten games of the season, some Champions League games, and see where this thing is at, what direction this is headed. I'm, yeah. I'm willing to give a little bit more of a, more of a leash here. So, but 